you know, there's really no pressure on us right now. Um, so we just gonna go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. And how many games? Six. We're gonna be we're gonna win in six. Welcome back to the Bucks and Six podcast. I'm your host, Michael Correo, also known as Bucks House on Instagram, your number one source for all things Bucks. You guys know the drill, six minutes, let's get right into it. So today I figured I'd do a mini recap of the first half of the season, as well as give you guys a preview of the second half as we head towards the home stretch of the season. So where the standings kind of shake up right now, the Bulls and Heat are tied for first place. Then you have the 76ers, the Cavs, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Raptors, and the Nets, and that rounds out the top eight of the Eastern Conference. One thing to note is that the three through five seeds are only two and a half games back of first place, so each team is definitely not far out and could make that push for the number one seed. Knowing all that, I'm pretty comfortable with where the Bucks have gotten themselves so far. Number one, because of the injuries we've dealt with. I know that every team deals with them, but Giannis has missed 11 games this season, which is already tied for last year for the most games he's missed. Chris has already missed 12 games. Drew has missed 13 games. And with the big three playing together, we're 24 and 7. And then when at least one of them is out, we're 12 and 17. So obviously, we're very reliant on the big three playing this season. As far as the supporting cast, everyone knows Brooke Lopez has only played in one game this season. We've played most of the season without a good backup big, and now we have Ibaka. Grayson Allen has missed 11 games. Dante was obviously out for the greater majority of the season when he was on the Bucks. Bobby Portis missed 9 games. George Hill has missed 19 games. Pat has only missed 6 games, but will be out a few more weeks as he recovers from his finger surgery. Needless to say, a healthy Bucks team looks a lot different than what we've been putting out this season. A big reason that we were even able to be in the five seed and only be two and a half games back of the first seed is the depth that we have. What's kind of been swept under the rug a little bit is that we have a lot of guys having career years. Acquiring Grayson Allen as that fifth starter was huge, especially for the deal we got him. We got him for Sam Merrill and two second round picks. He's averaging a career high points. Pat Connaughton's coming off the bench and by far he has his highest point per game and his best three point shooting season so far. Bobby took a pay cut, as we all know, and he elevated his play, averaging a career-high 15 points per game. Drew had a little bit of a rough start to his season. He had a rough 12 games. I think he only averaged 14 points in those games. If you remember, he was a little bit injured, and he had that short offseason playing for Team USA. But since then, he's been averaging 20 points per game, 7 assists per game, on 44% from 3, and that's by far better than any of his shooting seasons before. Giannis is playing better than any of his MVP seasons, continuing to be solid at the defensive end. I know a lot of people get on Chris. They say he shouldn't have been an all-star. He hasn't been his best this season, but he's still putting up around 19-5-5. And And I think a big part of what got him into the all-star game is he had a stretch of 26 games in the middle of the season where he averaged 22 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, and he shot 41% from 3. So then you throw in Ibaka, Bembry, Lopez, and Carter into that mix, and that's a scary team when we're fully healthy. And I talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but in my eyes, the regular season doesn't matter all that much. As a matter of fact, the last time both one seeds made the finals was in 2015-2016. So I've seen a lot of people complain about us being lower on in the seeding right now. Obviously, we have much more room to improve and grow and climb in the standings, and we're not too far out. But I see a lot of people overreacting to getting a top seed. 
admittedly, home court is nice from a fan's perspective and from a team perspective. But what's important to note is that good teams win on the road. We went in a winner-go-home situation, Game 7 versus Brooklyn in Brooklyn. We won that game. We won Game 6, a closeout game of the Eastern Conference Finals in Atlanta without Giannis. And then obviously Game 5 versus Phoenix, we won that game. So good teams win on the road. That's ultimately what's going to separate the good teams from the bad teams. With all that being said, there's only 22 games left of the regular season. We've played 60 games so far. We're 36 and 24. The Bucks don't play until Saturday at home versus Brooklyn. We'll have 10 home games left, 12 road games. Luckily, we only have three back-to-backs in those 22 games. Barring any flexes, there will be nine nationally televised games. But a high number of nationally televised games means two things. One, obviously the Bucks are good. Like imagine telling someone five years ago that we'd have so many nationally televised games. We've come a long way since then. But we're also playing very good competition. Per Tankathon, we have the hardest strength of schedule remaining. It'll be an uphill battle. But ultimately, I think it's good competition to prepare us for the playoffs. So like I said, the ramp up for the playoffs will start Saturday at home versus Brooklyn on ABC. I'm not sure who will be active for Brooklyn yet, but I would guess Kevin Durant and Ben Simmons will be out. I think DeAndre Bembry and Javon Carter are set to make their debuts versus their former team. Obviously, they came over from Brooklyn in the buyout market. Hopefully, Hill will be back, but I'm guessing Pat and Brooke will remain out. My hope is that Pat and Brooke are able to come back towards the end of the regular season. So hopefully, they're able to get healthy and we can continue to form chemistry and familiarity with each other's play styles and just get into a good rhythm before the playoffs. So that'll do it for this episode. Thanks again for listening, guys. Feel free to hit me with any feedback as always and enjoy the rest of your day.